0: All right, we're back in with our panel, David Wills, Peter Sherman, and Stephen Holliday. We'll get into another topic worthy of discussion, however. A lot of uh, talk about, in the last hour, some shootings uh, or multiple shooting in St. Catharines, Niagara Regional Police reporting on that. Uh, I want to pick it up with the senior producer of the morning show here at Global. It's uh, Tim Parent, and he's got a report for us, Tim.
1: Right now, Alan, I'm at the corner of Queenston Street and Reardon, just uh, right near the downtown core of St. Catharines here large police presence, just getting an update from the scene here, being told three people transported to hospital, uh, One, uh, two of them in critical, one with serious injuries. That is the latest that we have on the victims, just getting that information here on the scene. number of police, again, on scene here as well. They are searching at a home nearby. They believe there is someone holed up inside, although that is unconfirmed. They're just putting up the police tape uh, about a block away from the home. We can see from the distance a lot of police out there with their guns drawn keeping an eye on the situation, but as of right now, slight calm here Uh, in St. Catharines. A lot of people just sort of willing about trying to figure out exactly what happened. We know the call came in to police around 3.30, a little after 3.30 this afternoon. This is a largely residential commercial area near the downtown. Uh, We don't know anything about the shooter at this point, or shooters, but they are uh, continuing to surround this house and keep an eye on that house, and we'll have some more updates as we get
0: them. All right, Tim Parent, senior producer with The Morning Show here on Global, and uh, as he said, we'll keep you posted on developments as far as that's concerned, cordoning off a certain section of downtown St. Catharines. Back into it with our panel, Peter Sherman, David Wills, and Stephen Holliday, Deputy Mayor, Councilor Ward 3A. Speaking of cordoning off for TIFF... Uh, this is where this weekend kicks off TIFF and they're going to close off the street, notwithstanding that they've already more or less done it to a lot of vehicular traffic with this pilot project that uh, is more than a pilot I see. Do you think that makes sense? I mean a lot of people, the shopkeepers down there, they're ticked at the pilot project to begin with, or is this for good for business that TIFF would have a street festival for about three or four days during the inception of the, uh, the festival?
2: No, well, uh, thanks, John. And I, you got uh, my thought exactly. It's it, Because it's on King Street, I mean, what really is the difference at this point? But, um, you know, it, that is the struggle we have at, at council often is talking about striking a balance between when you close a road and when you don't. A good example are charitable events and, you know, what is the, the threshold at which we can close a street? I will say about uh, Tiff. you know, it is something of, uh, of of regional or national profile to the city. People come here for Tiff. Uh, There is lots of publicity, which is good for the city for its development. And I really do think because of the TIFF Festival, a lot of those businesses are seeing some benefits with all of the uh, the film goers and and stargazers that go down um, to to see what's going on down there. So I think there's a net boost because of this. And uh, I don't think that the closure of the road has been a terrible thing in the past, notwithstanding our discussion around the King Street pilot, which you know I have... Um, great in grave concerns about, uh, but in this situation, I'm not sure the world has totally changed because uh, King Street isn't a thoroughfare today anyways. All right. So you can condone that. You know what else has been shut down?
0: Peter Sherman need, I remind you, uh, Trans Mountain Pipeline. Now, there's talk that Justin Trudeau should take this to the Supreme Court uh, and do it. With dispatch, like right away, uh, try to resolve this sooner rather than later. You know, some people have said invoking the notwithstanding clause, but I don't think that applies. That's a, a provincial jurisdiction thing. But here's my, my question to you. I mean, or does he let the court, uh, you know, carry the day saying more consultations with the indigenous communities or have they done enough consultation? I mean, how would you play this hand if you were him?
3: Build the pipeline. Uh, and I've said this. Uh, just go ahead and build it. Abso- well, I mean, you don't just go ahead and build it. You you legislate your ability to build it, so that and you make sure that they got enough lawyers. We pay for them uh, over there to to write the legislation in such a way that it's bulletproof for the courts. I've had enough consulting. The Prime Minister, whether I like him or not, is the Prime Minister. That means he's the guy who's at the head of a country. We are still a country, I think. Uh, And so we have provinces that have different ideas about things, and and we have indigenous people who we have to consult with because their lands are in there. We have all of those things. But we also have a national interest, and the national interest is to have a pipeline that gets that oil to the coast. And I don't want to hear from that idiot Horgan out in BC either on this, because he, he watches tanker go by that are carrying oil that comes out of Vladivostok and out of Alaska, go right down the Straits of Juan de Fuca past him uh, without allowing Canadian ships to do it because we can't put the oil into them. So, uh, you know, I, if I sound a little bit exercised by this, I am. We just paid $4.5 billion for what? So legislate your ability to do it and do it.
0: All right, so legislate despite, you know, <laughs> there could be some dangerous developments if you just go ahead. and. But notwithstanding that, uh, here's where it gets interesting. Jugmeet Singh, this is your boy, David Wills. Uh, he says we shouldn't have any pipeline at all, despite buying it or whatever the <laughs> courts say uh, somewhere down the road. Let's turn to green energy and so on and so forth. I mean, is he being practical here or has he missed the boat on this?
4: Well, he's he's the only leader who's being genuine about it, number one. But first of all, I don't agree with Mead on this particular issue. I do believe in the pipeline. But I think that the point that he's been making that is being lost in all of this is that there was two consecutive governments, a conservative government and now a liberal government, that didn't follow their own rules that were set out. Controversial projects... Do get that have environmental impacts get approved in this country? Site C Dam, the the big ski resort that happened there. They did proper consultation. In the case of both Northern Gateway and Trans Mountain, the governments took shortcuts and paid lip service to their own rules, and the courts slapped them twice. They had to learn the same lesson twice. And I think what one of the things that Jugmeet is saying, especially to to your friend Jason Kennedy uh, in Alberta, mm. is you said. Kenny, whatever his name is, it doesn't. He's you know he's irrelevant as we the know. Nice guy. The, uh, oh, well, no, you're calling you're calling Horgan an idiot. I can I can go at Jason Kenny a little right, bit. Yeah. It's Jason a festival Kenny, of ad hominem. No, but Jason Kenny sat at a cabinet table and represented Alberta and cut corners and didn't do what they were supposed to do, and then they're surprised. You didn't think there was adequate consultation? There was absolutely not. And you know, one of the things on the Marine side is that they papered over it. On the indigenous side, they went and said, "Uh uh uh-huh, 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 and then walked away. They didn't do it the way they're supposed to do it. Sightseed Dam, which, you know, a lot of people didn't like, they did it properly. They actually
0: consulted, they made adjustments. Well, you're talking about marine life and the killer whales. I mean, this is something... Well, they just didn't do that, John. They just didn't do that. No. Well, okay, except, you know, as uh, Sherman points out, I guess uh, the fact of the matter... uh, the pipeline, first of all, stops in Burnaby. There are all these other boats going up and down the Straits of Juan del Fuca, just outside the door in Vancouver. And Horgan has nothing to say about that.
4: Well, no. So you're saying we should we should make an uninformed decision because our neighbor is doing something? Well, that's not our ridiculous. neighbors. These are people who We're are a actually... sovereign country. You make your decision based on evidence. Yeah, but they're but using the our waters well, th- as well. But the point, Peter. The point, Peter, is that the two consecutive governments failed to follow their own rules that they set out for themselves. And the courts had to slap them twice. And to your point, though, they didn't do anything about changing that. The one thing Jason Kenney, when they ask him what should the, the prime minister do, the one thing he doesn't say is follow the process, because he didn't follow it either.
0: Well, here. they're both the pox P- on both their houses on this. P- Peter Sherman isn't about following the process. He wants to circumvent it by legislating this pipeline through and get building it but right Peter, away. Peter's part of the resistance, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that, <that's laughs> you you
2: create. There you have it. You create the. Uh, if you don't have to rules that
3: work here,
4: wow. If mm-hmm. you don't have rules that work and you're the boss, you create the rules. That's it. They created the rules and then didn't follow them. That's the point. Well then create new rules the
2: point, the fine, point I'm fine. trying to make, do that.
3: The but, point I'm trying to make is ultimately and I think we agree on this, David, this pipeline needs to be built. Figure it out.
2: So I'll give you my own comment on this. Peter, you are right. this pipe needs to be built fast. but there is a process that needs to be followed and and I agree with David on this and you know why Because I've been out knocking on thousands of doors something to do with an election. And you know what keeps coming up over and over again? And people know I support a reduced council, but they tell me they're upset on the process and how we got here. I say, look, I don't have anything to do with that. The timing is the timing. It needs to be. It needs to be before this election. But um, people are incensed when a, a process is not followed. And maybe they're not even sure why they don't like it, but they just don't like it. it. Way back when I worked for the government, and this is before my time as an elected official, we used to use a, a term called the yellow brick road, go see the wizard, follow the yellow brick road to get your approval on XYZ thing. Or think of a snakes and ladders board. Sometimes if you if you strive off the path, you might get a ladder, but you also might get a snake and it'll drop you back. So if you follow the steps in the process here, the courts can't find you wrong. And that's the point in all this. It's not my opinion. I don't know what the right amount of consultation is, but some court somewhere that does know said there wasn't enough and sent them back down one of the snakes back a step. So... I turn to the public service, I turn to the government, to my federal government and say, get on with this project, go figure out where those snakes are, and step around them and get this thing built as fast as possible, but there is a track you have to follow, and please respect it so it can get done.
4: The Oracle of Etobicoke has spoken, and I agree with him.
2: Well,
0: I'm just seeing everybody Uh, under 45 running to their Google box to look up snakes and ladders. I I love them. The metaphors are great. (laughs) I'm (laughs) under 45. All right. (laughs) Just a bit. You're borrowing it from someone. Mama
3: bear to be just Uh, right. Let's
0: come back. Uh, There are many things I still wanted to address, topics worthy of discussion, including whether or not Jugmeet Singh, uh, you know, is even relevant in the conversation nationally oh. any longer. I wanted to get, well, the dander of David Wills and others up in just a moment. We'll do that here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's-